We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Go CMOS girlies. It is Emma. I'm with my co-host Kate. It is a gloomy, disgusting day in New York City. It's just not summer, even though it's like the middle of May. Well, not the middle of May, but I'm just kind of like summer where we at, where we at. Um, But hello, my dude, how are you? Doing well. You know, at this time last year, we were recording the Hot Girl Summer episodes Mm -hmm. in anticipation of the Hot Girl Summer. We were on something else at that point. I need to like look back at like what sort of supplements and shit we were consuming because we had so much energy. I'm convinced it was probably all like the crazy artificial sugars that were like yeah for bodies from like all the zevia that we were drinking because like Dude, that was we would drink voice. we drink like six zevias in a day i just remember like wandering and we'd always like text each other like you get in the pack of zevia i'm getting the pack like what the hell like we were frat boat bros bros skis <laughs> carrying around the zevia but yeah um it's not really fun i i thought the seasonal depression would be over and now i feel like i'm back into like a second winter which is like pretty fucking depressing so i'm back into my uniform of wearing like you know two articles of clothing i for- forgoed getting dressed ever again but as we do um this is a founder interview so you guys will hear from lopa incredible convo she was like so much fucking fun Emma and i feel like we're giggling and like smirking the whole time because she was she gets it she's a seamoss girly she gets the shit she we're shooting the shit with her but we have our random topics, so that's how we are going to, you know, start the episode and get you guys into this thing. So, Emma, start us off, please. Yeah, Um. so I feel like I've been honestly pretty bored with, like, my supplements, which, like, sounds, like, dumb, but I, like, have <laughs> not, like, I feel like I used to just, like, buy random supplements and be like, oh, this is gonna, no, like, me too. Buy. But I, like, have scaled back so much, like, I really only take, like, athletic greens and, like, vitamin D3, and I'm trying to be more, like, intentional with what I take, but I you know, always hear like the importance of taking fish oil. And I listened to like a really long podcast about like a few different supplements that like you should like consider for like, you know, optimal health and like fish oil. They like went in depth and I was like, you know what, let's fucking get some fish oil. Fish oil capsules yesterday at Whole Foods. 
check them today. Um, I'll let you guys know if I feel anything, but I do know that like, it's really great for like brain and heart health and a few other things. And I'm really hoping that I do feel some sort of difference from taking them, but I, the brand I got, I think is like, um, Nordic naturals. I was like doing yeah. some research. Um, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, I think is her name. She's like a pretty well-known, um, you know, scientist. PhD. Only Huberman lab. You're listening to it. Um, well, I don't listen to her podcast, but I was, well, I heard it from Huberman lab, but she's been on like Joe Rogan a lot and which, you know, maybe some people, like, but she's like really, really smart. And I just like Google search, like at whole foods, like Dr. Rhonda, Patrick, um, fish oil, and it was, like Nordic <laughs> Is this what you did Google search was the exact fucking same. Oh my God. As soon as we started talking about Nordic naturals, I said, oh, this bitch. I know I where this is going. I literally um, fucking Googled the same thing. Hold on. I'm searching this. I searched Dr. Rhonda. I'm going what website phone. did it take you to? Like a blog post by her. Yes. Like, yes. The blog post. Yeah. Oh, Rhonda Patrick's fish oil protocol. Uh, is yep, what you were I know. Yep, that is. Yep, let's <laughs> <the health. laughs> uh, on brainflow.co. That's what I was on. So I also um was yeah omega three pilled that I need to get some shit. Like my supplement routine. If I'm gonna be honest with the girlies, it's been very random the past few months because of my role as a niche in wellness influencer. I just have gotten like a lot of products in my life and like work with a lot of brands that I actually like, and so I'm kind of deciding as a consumer like which ones of these do I actually want to take? Is that athletic race? Is that seed? Is that ritual? Like I still work well though, you know, just closing that relationship. So, and then I got my blood work, as you guys know, and I was way too high in like something. So I've been scaling it back, only taking athletic grains and my Brazil nut in the morning. But the fish oil thing, I was thinking about that as well as Emma and I are biologically, you know, spiritually, mentally connected as well as God's sisters. So I went to Elm Drug and Wellness yesterday and I chatted, chat, chat with the, the owner over there. He's a, he's a freak. He's a wellness freak. Um, he like doesn't stock certain places in his store. Like he doesn't stock vital proteins because he thinks it's like a shitty brand because they got like bought by a big monopoly. So love to shoot the shit with him. You know, I was the only person under 60 years old when I went there yesterday, classically, but I got the Nordic Naturals Omega-3 oil. And he was describing to me like the difference between cod liver oil and omega-3 oil. And I said that like, yep, I eat fish probably like every other day. And he's like, well, you don't need that high of a dose. I would go for this oil. So what a fucking coincidence. Emma and I both have a little fish oil vendor the same week. I feel like it was like about time for us to graduate to like that next level of like supplements. I'm surprised I haven't like taken like fish oil. Like I didn't, I'm surprised I haven't started taking it like a lot sooner, but you know, here we are. We're at a we fish are. oil vendor. Uh, that's the new trending thing. Get the fish oil. We'll start popping off and posting memes about that. And I feel like everyone's going to get their fish oil like they do with magnesium. Mm-hmm. Um, next is just a small side tangent for me. It's the word freak. I love using the word freak. Like anytime you see someone just be like, oh, they're such a freak. If a dude sends you a, a weird DM, just be like, like, I'm going to block that freak. Like, I just love calling people a freakazoid. I just find it's like the perfect cadence it like rolls off the tongue really well you can use it in so many situations it's like slightly you know rude and derogatory and mean but it also is like a pretty neutral sound as well you're not calling someone like a cunt you're just being like god you're a freak um so I like saying that uh next (laughs) um love that for you yeah you have insane freak a lot I've noticed um I haven't picked it up yet from you I feel like sometimes we yeah exchange each other's like language but Um, I've been like blowing through arugula bins like crazy. Like I, I, I just buy the small bins because I don't have enough space in my refrigerator. And wait, like, question. Just- wait, I have a side tangent. You know, as our meme brains are always working, TikTok idea based on your statement of blowing through arugula bins. 
arugula bin, get a video of you like tossing it in the recycling, you know, maybe stack up like three or four mm -hmm. and insert the song Blow by Kesha. Honestly, smart. I will. Okay, coming I'm soon. The TBD. Back um, to the there room. we go. But I don't know if the bins have gotten smaller or if my like arugula consumption is just like increased, but I swear there are like a few products that I swear I am buying every other day at the grocery store arugula and cucumbers yep, and yep. like now I like have to buy like three bins of arugula at once or just like the one massive one but I'm just like what is going on so if anyone else can relate to just like eating hella greens I mean I'm not like complaining but I'm just like what is going on um so based I feel on like you're like in the same you, I feel like you like blow through arugula bins like crazy too yeah so as your fish oil point I've had the same pain point as you so I noticed this when I went to the cursed mulberry mart Emma mm -hmm. and I looked at their arugula bins and it was like 16 ounces the ones at Whole Foods even the big ones are only 12 ounces okay so you are getting gypped you are getting gypped in some way I had this realization I think in January because I had the same thing I was going through arugula I don't even like time. read like the size I know or anything on arugula or like but she's a little bit skinnier than the one you can get like that's the full yeah. size yeah the more you know also I know that you have to like the whole foods this is like a whole foods thing in the self-checkout you have to like hold down the QR code or it fucks up when you ring it over bring it over have mm -hmm. you had that problem I haven't had that issue um they, they always yeah, like well, me, next time I go it like rung it off because there's like a barcode and then there's a QR code and so when you oh I've it, had that issue with like other products and then like the person has to come and yeah you know I honestly don't know how I like I'm trying to debate how I feel about like the self-checkouts at Whole Foods like for some aspects it's like it is convenient but I'm just like this is fucking weird that I'm like checking out my own produce and like my own food at the grocery store I mean, we know uh, that all Japanese sweet potatoes are russets in my book. We oh, and you know I'm, and has. you know I'm ringing up large Haas avocados as medium-sized avocados. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, on. I know that all like my pistachios are definitely just like almonds. They're not. There's nothing there. Like roasted almonds. And like it's so funny because like I feel like whenever I buy cucumbers, back to like cucumbers, um, there's like you know three different like types you can fucking get. Yeah. Kirby, like, whatever, blah blah blah, English slicing. And so I'll like pick up the most random cucumber. Like I'm not consistent which one I get. And then I go to like the checkout and then I type in cucumber and it's like four different options. I'm like, I literally don't know what the difference is between like any of these. Um, Maybe so an just, episode like, about cucumbers. <laughs> so I just like try to like choose the what I think is going to be the cheapest one. And sometimes I end up, you know, choosing the most expensive one. Sometimes it's the cheapest. I'm never consistent. Yeah, um, but that gambling. makes up for, you know, the other ways that I scam through the system. Yeah, you're just gambling. Um, back to the QR code. So if you hold down the QR code with your fingers and then scan the barcode, it doesn't cause an issue and you don't have to have someone come and like help you. So that's just a hack okay. um, in the future. Next thing, I also agree with Emma where when I first, you know, when we were bushy eyed and bright tail, I never can say that right. Bushy eyed. Oh my God. Bushy tailed and bright eyed. Back when we like first get into the wellness, just going to local health stores all the time, I would always pick up a random supplement, like you were saying, whether it's tart cherry extract, whether it's something like that, you know, a random thing. And um, like that was back in our chlorophyll days. Like we, we'd get like the randomest shit. And so yesterday when I was at Elm, it's like, you know what? As a gag gift to myself, I'm buying sea moss. And so I, I did, I bought golden sea moss gel. And you know, I took a teaspoon yesterday, I took a teaspoon today. Have I felt any fucking tangible difference? No, but I figured, you know, being one of the sea moss girlies, the sea moss queens in, the, in this damn town, I should have some sea moss. So I did that. And then I took my little walk home, which gets to my next point. And I walked by just the most cursed, long, long lasting establishment. There's two places in New York that I think actually will never go out of business. One is what I'm going to talk about. And the second one is going to be rice to riches. If you don't know what that is, it's in Soho, Nolita area. Rice pudding 
it's like a frozen yogurt place but it's rice pudding they have the most random fucking stored decor ever on the outside it's like no no fat bitches like skinny bitches eat here stuff like that i'm like how are we still who's you're in new york there's not like you're not in the middle of fucking nowhere with one restaurant millions of restaurants and you say yes the rice pudding place rice to riches but it stays open it stayed open through the entire fucking pandemic ponzi scheme no idea I feel like I tried to go down like a Reddit rabbit hole into like figuring out how like Rice Riches has like managed to stay around. And I feel like there is a thread that I did come across, but okay, yeah, random, I need to make like a cons- I need to start a conspiracy on TikTok about it and then like that'll get to the right people. The second establishment that I think will stay open forever, just in my you know opinion, is this place in Soho on Spring Street, right when you're going to walk towards the Trader Joe's crossing 6th Avenue. It is a place that sells soap or candles which one is it i forget but it's cupcakes is it candles or soap i'm so confused um i'm pretty sure sure they're candles that are in the shape of cupcakes okay yeah so you walk by like that dominique anzel where everyone's waiting for the corona like a fucking idiot why are we waiting in lines people why are we waiting lines and you go by this place and yeah there's these cupcakes and there's like people like come get like come smell our cupcakes they're candles and i'm like what the fuck but it stayed open and they, I don't know, seem to be doing swimmingly with their business. So that's, uh, that's fun for them. Fun for them. Um, yeah, I guess <laughs> it's so funny how we just like go down this list and I'm like, what's next? Um, yeah, what's next? So I'm, I don't know when this episode's going to go out. So anyway, <laughs> the time that we're recording this, I'm going home like in a few days Two of my brothers are graduating one from eighth grade and one from high school. And I feel like I'm at that point in life where like, I actually look forward to going home and I almost like enjoy being home with my family more than I enjoy being an adult in New York. And I think it's just cause like, it's like finally a chance where like, I got to be a baby again. And my parents are like wanting to like take care of me and like wanting to like spoil me. And like, I don't have to, you know, buy groceries and whatnot. But I also just like, I don't know if I'm just like bored with New York, but I just, am kind of like, wow, my, like, I sort of enjoy the quietness and like the slowness of like, you know, the pace of life back home in like the suburbs. Um, And so if anyone else is, you know, a young adult, you probably can relate to that too, where you're just like being 20 years old, trying to like navigate the world and like trying to be financially like independent for once is like exhausting and just like evil in so many ways. Um, So yeah, I'm really excited to go home. I feel like when I was in high school or not high school, but like college, I'd be like, you know, always like pissed when I would have to go home, but you know, change of heart. I enjoy seeing the fam now. So yeah, I'm excited to go home. Maybe you guys will see some Midwest content. Maybe you won't. <laughs> Who knows? Um, no, I agree with that. I feel like it's really frustrating as like a young adult. I was actually watching a TikTok about this and someone's like, it's a lot more enjoyable to be 30 in New York than it is 20. And you know, the biggest reason was that like, you have more money, you have more disposable income to spend where it's like, now it's like every paycheck you make, you're just thinking about like, it's, it's gone. It's gone. I feel like that's like my issue where it's like all my coworkers. And I feel like a lot of people that I follow on social media are like, you know, 30, 35. And so I'm like, oh yeah, it makes sense that you guys can like afford to go on trips and like buy like clothes, go out for dinner. Not that like, and I mean, so yeah, whenever I feel like I get my paycheck and I feel like I just like live in this like crazy, like scarcity mindset where I'm like I can't spend any of my money like and I swear just like yeah all it does just end up going to like fucking like rent and like groceries and stuff yeah. but then I'm just like yeah then it's just like you're not like satisfied because then it's like oh yeah like I like haven't purchased like something nice for me in like months and not saying that like you know I couldn't do that if I didn't want to but I'm just like is that worth it then I just feel like it like turns into like a terrible like mental game in my head um yeah. and I think that's like one thing that I've like been trying to remind myself and I think it's like you know a good life tip for everyone if you like 
do you feel like, you know, not super like stable in your like current life? You know, if you got like your first job outside of college um, or after graduating college, you know, the pay is obviously not going to be like, you know, top tier because it's like an entry level position. And I think just like remembering that, like, okay, you're going to be making more money in like 10, you know, in 10 years, like this isn't going to be the exact pay that you're going to have forever. Um, yeah. But... And I think adding off that it's, it's just really hard to feel like, you know, I feel very like I'm, I am living in the present moment for once. I think ever points in my life, I've always been like reflecting on the past way too fucking much or harping on the future. But then again, when you're in the present, like I can't imagine my life to not be exactly how it is right now. Like my routine right now to not be the same. Like, I don't know if I want to have kids, but I just can't imagine like, oh my God, I'm going to like wake up next to someone numb days. You know, I'm going to have to work different hours one day. I'm going to have to like do, have a job that requires me to do different stuff sometime. Like that's scary to me to have that uncertainty. But then at the same time, like, yeah, you don't know, like you could be making like X amount more dollars the next year. Um, So it is really weird. I feel that too. I'm like, why the fuck are people always traveling? Like, that's one thing where I'm like Instagram. I'm just like, why? Like, oh my God. Cause I went to LA and then after that, I was like, I'm never going on a trip again. That was so fucking expensive for what, for me to convince myself that like being in a new state, like brought me to a higher being, like it fucking did it, you know? Um, so I feel you on that. Um, my last point is literally stupid is that I'm a corporation now actually, which is, you know, an L for capitalism and a W for me for tax purposes, I guess. But yeah, I guess since I'm a freelancer, I need to protect myself from the big bad corporations. And now if people don't pay me, I can like get really like legalistic and like be a bastard to them. So I've had this one, you know, repeat client who shall not be named that has not paid me. And I found out today I'm on that, like everyone that I was in contact with at that company quit in March, which I is why I haven't been paid. I saw your tweet. Fucking iconic because they were the bane of my fucking existence. So if you're a freelancer, you're a micro influencer girly and you want to talk about taxes, hit me up. I can give you my tax guy. Shout out Scott Perrin. Um, I'll give you a shout out, my new CPA. Um, but if you listen to the intro, Emma and I are super excited about this combo. Um, it's all about adaptogens. We are interviewing the founder of Rasa, um, a coffee alternative company. We learn a lot about adaptogens and you guys are really going to enjoy this conversation because Lopa tells us a lot about like how to source adaptogens, like what is bullshit on the market. And it was just really refreshing to hear someone who is in the industry talk about like, yeah, a lot of this is bullshit and a lot of it is just like capitalism. So that mm-hmm. was a fun combo. Yeah, she's really cool. There's also going to be like, yeah, you'll hear in the episode, but a little cheeky discount code and whatnot. And yeah, I think you guys will find this episode really enlightening. Yeah. So we hope you guys enjoy and let's get into the combo. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. 
I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking Athletic Greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics, and let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Meet Rootless, the daily bite, a whole food, once daily nutrition bite. The goal of Rootless is to make the incredible benefits of seaweed accessible to everyone in an easy and delicious format because all wellness gods love iodine. Each daily bite provides 60% of your daily iodine needs. 20% of your daily iron needs, and 40-plus essential nutrients and bioactives. The bites are made from sustainably sourced seaweed, almonds, dates, and seeds, and they come in three delicious flavors, including coconut chai, double strawberry, and orange pistachio. I love taking mine in the morning with a cup of coffee. It is such a pleasant way to start my day. You can use code CMOSGIRLIES for 15% off Rootless Starter Kits. Now back to the show. Hello, CBOS girlies. We are back with another interview. You guys have given us great feedback on these episodes. It's a gloomy Friday afternoon here in New York, but we are here with Lopa and we are here to talk all things about adaptogens, coffee, wellness culture. So we are so excited to have you on the show. Woo-hoo. Thanks. Me too. I'm really glad to be here. Yeah. So to start us off, Emma and I will already sort of introduce you to our CMOS girlies, but we would love if you could provide a little intro about yourself to the girls from you yourself. Yes. Uh, So my name is Lopa. I'm the founder and CEO of Rasa. Um, I am a mom of two very feral boys um, and we like them that way. And um, I got into this uh, a little bit by accident. Before this, I worked in climate tech. I was a co-founder in a couple of businesses there. And um, before that was really, really focused on spiritual practice and getting enlightened in this lifetime, um, which is still a core focus, but just you know, sort of in the background a little bit more. Awesome. Definitely an interesting background. You're definitely, you know, very busy. I'm sure being a founder, CEO and a mother. Um, How did you come to like start Rasa? Like, have you always been involved in wellness? And like, what was kind of like that, you know, like light bulb moment where you're like, I need to do this like full time and like dedicate myself to starting Rasa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So necessity is the mother of invention they say and for me becoming a mother was the necessity that drove that invention um so I had a stupidly stressful year uh one year when I say stressful I mean traumatic let's be clear Mm. um (laughs) deeply traumatic year and um then I had a baby and so my baby's waking me up all hours of the night my nervous system is fucking fried from, from all the trauma 
and I'm like, I need something to keep me going. And my friends are like, dude, coffee. And I've been a long time Ayurveda practitioner. Um, by practitioner, I mean like I practice it. I don't actually do it to other people. Um, I'm not a you know trained in that way, but I love Ayurveda. And uh, coffee's never been a great fit for my system. I'm a Vata and Vata Pitta in Ayurveda, and that's just it's not a great match. And so I was always like, really coffee? All right, well. I was never much of a coffee drinker before, but even my Ayurveda friends were like, dude, it's, this is the time you just don't care. You just drink the coffee. And so I tried coffee like a few times and it was so phenomenally no in my body. It was just like, nope. Um, jitters, anxiety, full-blown panic attacks, like episodes of rage, you know, waking up more than my baby was waking me up. Like it was just really very clear. It was just, you know, not... Um, I wasn't pious by quitting. It was just like, nope. Um, so I tried all the coffee alternatives out there and they were underwhelming, honestly. At, and this was at the time then, which was 2015, late 2015. Um, so it was before this whole boom of coffee alternatives and it's cool to quit coffee and stuff started happening. Um, and so I was like, nobody has made the apotheosis of coffee alternatives yet. And Granted, there are other companies coming out, but we are still totally the apotheosis, apotheosis of coffee alternatives. Um, and so I've, I've been into adaptogens since way before they were cool. I started taking them probably in like late 2008, you know, 2009, that sort of thing. And just getting a real, and knew what they were and, you know, was educating myself on them, et cetera. Um, and I also know enough to know that if you don't know, you don't know. Um, so actually working with an herbalist is important. Um, there's a lot of companies out there. And when we get to what we hate about the wellness world, I'll dive yep. dish on this for a bit. Um, that are just like, cool, trendy ingredients. I Googled it and it looks great. I'm going to put it in there. That'll be awesome. Um, oh God, there's yeah. so much of that shit out there. So oh much of that shit. Emma and I were joking. We saw like I mean, we saw like a peanut butter that apparently had like reishi in it or something like that. Or oh my god, peanut butter reishi just fuck. <laughs> well, and like you know, you you really question the ethics of these products. Once again, they're like marketing on like a trendy adaptogen, and there's probably like 0.00 percent of anything in there. Don't get me started. Yeah, like so not actually going to be effective. So it's a waste of fucking herbs. Yeah. Ugh. Um. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> I worked with an herbalist. I actually yes. worked with a clinical herbalist and to create the formula. And we just had this, like this, this moment. I had this, this eureka moment of like, when I was sitting there being like, okay, coffee gave me all these side effects. I know from my experience with Ayurveda, that it's not actually the best medicine for many people. Mm -hmm. um, and yet we're fucking hooked up to an IV of it and we don't even question it. And we're like, well, I don't know, my sleep sucks and I'm really stressed and, you know, tight all the time and kind of wired and tired and depleted, but I'll just keep drinking coffee. More, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I was like, what would happen if everybody was just even 5% more chilled out because they drank the right thing in the morning, they, they yep. drank something that nourished them and gave them energy for today, but also replenished their deeper energy stores for, for the day. And so like, that was kind of the mission was like, can we transform the way people energize? And so that was 2015. And then we hard launched in 2018 because parenting is hard and recovering from trauma is hard. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, here we are. That's awesome to hear. And like, I love how much of your personal journey is kind of focused on the products. Like 
kind of the wellness culture stuff it just seems like there's so many brands out there and I'm like why does this exist and like hearing your personal story and narrative and like the fact that you went to the herbalist and did all of these steps to make sure the product is still a premium product is incredible to hear so love that um kind of the next question you know I've been doing this for a while and like you've seen a lot in the wellness space like what's kind of the most rewarding thing when you wake up every day and you're like, I'm so happy I took that step and started the company. Is it like DMs from customers? Is it like the, you know, getting the product to the final form? Like what, what kind of gets you going about having the company? Yeah. Uh, great, great question. <clears throat> and I'll preface this by saying, you know, it's so easy to, um, in our culture to an Instagram culture to focus on the things that are amazing and wonderful. And I just want to say, I'm going to tell you the things that are amazing and wonderful. And it has been so fucking hard. Like the number of times I have been to the brink of my sanity of the brink of quitting the brink of all of it and back again is a lot. And I'm in a really good space with it right now and have been for a while and that's been a hard earned thing and so now I'm also in a place of like oh my god I can celebrate what's great about this there's so much that's great about it um so for me a big part of it is like the sheer joy of creation is actually just such a wonderful thing like seeing the product and being like it's here seeing it in the wild you know when people my friends take a picture at their friend's house and they're like oh this friend has rasa and I was like that's my friend I just I love that stuff and you know when people tell me and then that leads into uh, the customer reviews and people telling me how it's affected their lives you know, I was in one of our stores the other day and he was like, oh my God, you're the founder. Like I'm totally having a fanboy moment. And he's <laughs> like, I just need to tell you, it really got me through some hard times. And he told me about the hard times and how it helped. And I mean, we just get incredible brand love and it's, you know, when you have effective products, they can actually change people's lives. And so that's the difference, you know, if you have products that are made by an herbalist versus somebody that put two fucking milligrams of something because it's trendy. Um, that's not going to change anybody's life. But when you right. have doses of things that actually can, these plants are incredible and they can actually change people's lives. And so we're getting to do that. And then, and then lastly, I would say, so the sheer joy of creating the customer love we get. And then my team is awesome. I just, I really like working with the people that I get to work with. And so, and we have just a lot of fun, you know, it's like, it's not boring cor- corporate culture. And as we grow, we're really trying to preserve that, you know, like, we've written, like I actually went through, we had an employee handbook and I went, I spent hours going through 40 pages of this bullshit legal stuff and made it funny and like put like your mom jokes in there. And it's, you, know, like, you know, there were some that the HR guy was like, you have, you can't <laughs> legally don't do that. But, you know, don't talk yeah. about granny porn in the <laughs> you know, employee handbook. And you how many employees do you have right now? How big uh, is it? I, I would just changed a little bit. So I think it's either 15 or 16. Oh, great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So a full team, it feels like, um, you know, when, when we go to our co-working space, it's like, oh, the Rasa team's here. That's beautiful. Well, you already kind of touched on this and Kate and I are definitely very um, interested to hear what your thoughts are and like what you kind of like love and hate about wellness culture. Kate and I definitely talk a lot about things that we dislike. Um, so yeah, kind of, if you want to go all out and yeah, let us know what you do love and hate. Awesome. Um, So on the love front, I mean, I love that fundamentally wellness culture is about that pull to connect with what's behind the surface and like to connect with not just our health, but our deeper selves. 
Um, and that sincere impetus to be our best selves that's in all of us. It's like that little bit of like, ah, oh, that's right. I, I, I like there's a Zen teacher that has a quote that you're perfect exactly as you are and you could be a little bit better. And like, whole, I feel like there's in some of what I see in the wellness world feels like it encapsulates that very nicely right now. Like this celebration of as you are in this and you know, like take a little step um, towards, towards more of what we want to become. So I, I love that about it fundamentally. I love when I find brands and products that are, that have integrity, um, that is unfortunately rare, but it, then it makes it really that much more exciting when I find it. Um, and so people that are doing really good work on the sustainability front, people that are, you know, high integrity on the herbalism front, um, people that aren't just like capitalize on a trend guys, yeah. this market's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, agree. <laughs> and that's awesome to hear considering like you probably, you know, it's hard to say that when you are still in the industry to like have that position where you're like, I think that's kind of Emma and I, we were very hesitant. I feel like to ever talk about wellness and like position herself in the wellness industry. Cause we just like, don't like most so much of it. And it's like, well, if we don't go there and like fight it and try to make it better and like more sustainable and like more equitable then like, who's going to do it? Like the bad guys are still going to run it. So like exactly. totally agree there. I remember when I found you guys, I was like, Oh my God, they're my people. <laughs> <laughs> they get it. Yeah. Aww. Um, <laughs> that's kind of awesome. So leading into the next question, this can include products. This can just be like rituals that have sort of like changed your life. But what are some like wellness things that you do or products? Like, I think a lot of our podcast listeners are, you know, younger, they're like looking for new things maybe to add to their routine. So what are some like non-negotiable things that you do to stay well? Totally. I am happy to go there and I did not get to dish on what I hate. Can I do it? Oh yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry. We cut you off. I was so excited about that. Do it, do it, do it. We're with you. We're haters. Um, So, I I mean, I think fundamentally what wellness ends up doing at its, at its best, it's that pull to connect with ourselves and express that at its worst, it's taking that and commodifying it Mm -hmm. and taking our health and our deeper selves and making a personal brand out of it, making, you know, a way of projecting an ego a picture perfect ego out into the world and I think that that's just fundamentally like at at its core that's the worst of of wellness I think because you take something beautiful good and pure and then fucking try and sell it totally and like there we go it's it's capitalism applied to some of our most pure impulses yeah and then and then I mean there's yeah there's like a lot of other um adaptogen stuff and lack of integrity in businesses and companies charging way just like this mentality of how much can I charge for this you know it's just like I I'm not gonna name names because that's not how I roll but I need you to know that there are companies out there that are like we've got a 90% margin because we can which means like it's just not a fair price for the customer and and it's just and it's just all branding <laughs> so, I'm interrupting there about adaptogens since you are like such an expert in this space I feel like even myself as a consumer I often get duped or like don't really know what to look out for so what's kind of like a a quick like consumer guide that you think could be applicable when people are maybe on the internet or maybe at their health store of like how to know what's legit god we we literally 
literally just wrote a book on this. Um, and awesome. I it's, we're not publishing it, so it's an e ebook, um, mm -hmm. but it is 40 pages. And, That's awesome. Because um, we were like, okay, people need to know what they are, like what is what is an adaptogen and what is not. It's a scientific term, not a marketing term. Here are the actual adaptogens. Here is who and how that is defined who def and who defines that. Um, so uh, I will, it, we just soft launched it um so i believe that we can share it so it can go in your show notes um, oh and awesome yeah a really yeah. good reference guide for and i think you know the people listening now are the type of people who are going to just eat this up because you're just already really really savvy consumers and there's so much misinformation out there and i would totally. say that the thing that pisses me off the most is what we call adaptogen washing when they call something an adaptogen and it's not um so for example a lot of people are like oh functional mushrooms all adaptogens no they're not actually. And because in order to be an adaptogen, it has to have these four core criteria. And I don't know how much you want to get into the science of it and all that, but it's all in the guide. Um, and uh, so think like lion's mane is not an adaptogen. Chaga is not an adaptogen. There's only three adaptogenic mushrooms and that's reishi, cordyceps, and poria, um, which do all happen to be, shameless plug, in our magnificent mushrooms products. Love um, that. But um uh and and then all the other mushrooms are still phenomenal but they don't have that adaptogenic effect in your body which is that normalizing non-toxic non-specific um neuroendocrine impact the four ends of adaptogens so um first and foremost i would say go to companies that have an herbalist or someone who is some type of expert um in in that realm because they're going to be the ones that are looking at effective dose um, you want to, ideally, they're sharing the doses on the packaging. Um, now, some of our products, we don't because it ends up like that's a trade secret formula. And if we give that whole thing away, but if we're using extracts, we tell you exactly how much it is. And so like, you know, you and and we'll if anybody has a, a question about a specific ingredient, we'll totally ask them. We just don't share the whole formula. I bet at some point, if if everybody wanted to like do a campaign and be like, did anybody tell, did Rasa tell anybody about rhodiola? I shouldn't say this. Jesus, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're you're safe with us. You get a lot of like sixteen year olds in Denmark listening to this, so I don't think we're gonna yeah. have anyone coming at awesome. you here. Hey, sixteen year olds in Denmark. That's awesome. I love Denmark. Um, so um. Yeah, I would say um, go for herbalist formulated um, brands, people that and that that share their doses, that give a fuck about sustainability because there is actually some increasing concerns around, around some of these as they get more popular, then they get less sustainable, and so you want somebody who's actually paying attention to that kind of stuff. If you give a fuck, and I'm sure all of you do, and thank God for you for that. Um, and um, yeah, I would say that's probably enough for right now. And then download the adaptogens guide so you can get the full, like you, you will be really well equipped once you read that to just know the space and know that's awesome. what's good. Yeah, our, our girlies literally like take notes during the episode. So I'm sure they will like love an extra, you know, oh summer God. reading assignment to do with this ebook. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So kind of, yeah, back to wellness rituals. Okay. I'm sure a lot of it probably has to deal with like, maybe cutting out coffee and finding alternatives for that but anything else that kind of has helped you stay chill perhaps or like the other things you do oh yeah definitely um I, I have my my writer dies on that uh for one I mean just because you mentioned it uh I, like I wasn't a coffee drinker anyway but the point is not cutting out coffee the point is finding your right relationship with your energy 
So if coffee is working for you, there are some people that it works really well for. Now I will mm -hmm. say, if you have not ever quit coffee, try it. Try quitting for a month because it will tell you so much about your relationship to that substance because it is physically dependency forming. Um, it's, it can be really helpful to pull it out of your system and just be like, oh, okay, this is what that was doing. And then you can engage with it a little bit more consciously. So we do, I do definitely recommend that, but then, you know, find your right relationship. If, you know, people on the Rasa team joke, like, oh my God, I'm having a coffee and nobody look. And it's like, no, it's fine. I mean, of course we're a coffee alternative company, but we're no shade. Um, I probably, I drink coffee. The right amount for me is like one to two normal coffees a month, maybe. And then I have dirty Rasa, which has coffee in it. Um, probably once or twice a week, sometimes three. And like last month, I probably had coffee five times and it felt fine. You know, it just, it's, that's the right balance for me. Um, so it's about finding your right relationship with your energy. And then beyond that, um, uh, my critical rituals at this point, um, I practice an ancient Indian martial art called Kalari. And that is my, like, if I do that, my world is really okay. And if I don't, it, everything is a little bit harder. Um, it's not very well known because it almost died out under British rule, but now it's starting to come back and you will start to see it coming out to the West. Um, if you want to check it out, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I post my videos of it. Um, Lopa loves you. <coughs> and, uh, hopefully we'll get my Kaladi teacher out here from India at some point. So cool. that's my main thing. It's a phenomenal strength, flexibility, cardiovascular capacity, but moreover, it's actually a spiritual practice of its own. Um, it's considered the oldest martial art in the world and, um, it's designed to awaken Kundalini. So like the energy that you get from it is phenomenal. Like you don't need coffee. You're fine. You know, just, just drink Rasa and do Kalari and you'll be totally good. Um, at least for me. Um, and then, uh, another practice for me is Abhyanga, which is the oil massage, um, the Ayurvedic oil massage. Ayurveda is really about oil everywhere, um, as much oil as possible everywhere all the time. So oil in your nose, oil in your ears, oil up your butt. You know? um, and uh, so massaging with oil before you shower, like it, it just gives you this layer of protection and nourishment and your skin is amazing and glows. And it's, you're like, you're not just slapping oil on your body. You're actually giving yourself a little self-love through your own touch. So it's a really amazing practice, Abhyanga it's called. <clears throat> um, and then um, I'm getting a little bit older. I'm 39. So, you know, skincare stuff is real. Um, so I just, I finally just ordered, it's not here, but I've been like carrying it around right next to me, <laughs> a gua sha and I love it. Oh my God. And I'm actually looking at my skin. I'm like, oh my God, it's really working. It just brings so much vitality and circulation and all that to it. So I've been really into the gua sha and, and then like duh rasa, you know, I drink the shit out of my products. Love that. Hell yeah. Um, I feel like you kind of already touched on this, but are there any other maybe like underrated, like wellness, like tips or rituals that you have when it comes to like, you know, caring for your hormones, mental health, um, physical health, um, just like any other additional like tips that you personally implement in your own life that you think other people would maybe, you know, be curious about? Yeah. Um, I mean, fundamentally in, <clears throat> I, I have a history of Ayurveda, so I often go back to that, but <clears throat> the, the three pillars are food, sleep, and sex. And then there's sort of a fourth pillar of exercise. And so you kind of look at <clears throat> how are those operating in your life? And if one is going well, it can help to uphold the other ones and, and create an upward spiral with the other ones. So 
Um, it depends on what's going on. And, and then also if one's kind of failing, you might need to focus on that one a little bit more. So I look at it from this perspective of like, okay, you know, it, and it's not just like, are you having sex, but are you having the right quality of sex? Are you not having too much sex? Are you having, you know, good sex with yourself? Are you, you know, like, just how are you taking care of yourself sexually? How is your sleep, the quality of your sleep? How is the food? We often in wellness focus a little bit more on what we're consuming, I think, because capitalism. Yeah. Um, so, um, and just, you know, the onslaught of marketing that we get that it's like, you need to consume something, but you don't actually, it's, a, it's, it, you know, go, go that deeper step to like what humans have known for thousands of years of just these basics of how we take care of ourselves. Um, and then, you know, beyond that, for me, spiritual practice is really important. Um, and how I'm connecting to that deeper sense of self um, is like, can have such a profound effect on my life and my existence. And I would say it doesn't have to be like a religion. It doesn't have to be, you know, like we all have our things, but we all have an experience of the sacred, no, no matter what, like all of us, even if you are a car mechanic, like a gorgeous engine is going to give you that sense of the sacred, whatever it is. So just follow that um, and really know that we have one precious life, you know, that, that we have here and you following your, you, what brings you joy, what sparks your inspiration um, is actually incredibly powerful medicine for and I would say like that's that's a kind of wellness that we're not often thinking about that deeper sense of wellness of am I expressing the self that I'm supposed to be in this life um am I doing what I'm supposed to do we we get caught up in the like oh like okay I'll have this at four o'clock and then I'll do this and then you know like just kind of hacking it um but it, it's a, it's it gets that bigger question of what is it all for what is it yeah for? Oh my God, that was like a perfect, I feel like inspirational quote, like sound bit right there. Cause I feel like so stuck in the consumerism sometimes, right? Like, am I doing everything right? Am I taking all the right products? And I think that's inevitable when you're getting into the wellness space. Like a lot of our listeners are beginners or younger. And I know when I was at least like learning about the wellness world, it was so much focus on like, what am I consuming to like get to this place of joy? And you know, you're not gonna be able to capitalism your way to like a higher self. So Love to oh hear my that. God, that's a you. great soundboy. You're not <laughs> going to be able to capitalism your way to a higher self. I love Yeah. That. Regardless of what you can buy, like there's still so many issues, like you're saying. Um, yeah. so, okay. So, with another kind of a random question, not really random, but, you know, we, Emma and I, we love to eat funky snacks. You know, we always joke, we'll like eat, you know, weird stuff while we're cooking or like just weird wellness things that you want to like try to hack. So what are some like recipes you follow that can be totally normal and like things you just love to cook throughout the week or like some funky tonic recipes you may have some snack combos that people might be like, what the hell are you doing? Like some food, if you're in a road trip that you take. So what's some like food stuff you like doing? Um, all right. Weird snack first and foremost, because every time I'm eating this, I'm like, if somebody saw me, me right now, <laughs> I think I was okay. <laughs> you know, like, um, paleo puffs with like plant-based cream cheese. Ooh. I it in. It's especially the no cheese cheesiness paleo puffs. Like I, I have had that for breakfast. I can't tell you how many times. <laughs> okay. That is an amazing one. Wow. Yeah. Hard enough strong. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I yeah, don't at me. I try, I try hard at this. Um, and then also paleo puffs and bitchin sauce is another great combination. I really yeah. like the paleo puffs are just they're way too addictive. Um, so yeah, that's a great one. Uh favorite food in general, like 
probably desert island food would actually be salmon. Hmm. Um, and my husband really likes to talk about and bring up many, many, many times about the big fight we had on our anniversary <laughs> because he ate more than half the salmon at the sushi restaurant. <laughs> Damn. Oh my God. That, yeah, that would be a, a non, that would be a fight for me as well. So I was, it's not about salmon. That's what we always, it's not about the salmon. It's about were you paying attention to like my experience and all that, but he's always like, we go to restaurants now and he's like, can I get extra salmon? Salmon is a metaphor for life, yeah, for totally. sharing. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. It really is. Um, and then uh, tonic recipe. I mean, I, I, you know, go to my own products for this really. I, yeah. my, my pro- like my let's put the best possible shit into a cup ever, which all of Rasa is, but it's like my own personal favorite combination of that is I don't have all of it here, but oh, actually, wow, I do. Holy shit. There we go. Okay, cool. Um, uh, so our super happy sunshine. All right. That is not that. This is our calm plus our super happy sunshine. So this one's like vanilla, roasty, super calming, high dose of ashwagandha. Mm-hmm. Um, super happy sunshine has what Vice Magazine calls or Vice.com calls nature's MDMA in it. Um, this incredible herb called Scalidium, also known as Kana. Um, those two brewed together with i just had it the magnificent mushrooms which is like a super the the most potent mushroom product that we have seen so far on the market we've looked at obviously like all of it before we actually did this um that brewed together and then our creme de la creamer with some manuka honey or just whatever sweetener i've got it's like oh heaven in a cup and you get just get this like uplifted but chill feeling and also really supported from the mushrooms and that's just, uh, yeah, that's my, my go-to these days. That sounds delicious. I've been loving the spicy cacao one that you guys mm. have. I yeah. like, yeah, super duper good, super like warming. Um, do you have maybe any other like additional tips on like how to use adaptogens other than like tonic recipes? I know a lot of our listeners are always like seeking out, um, you know, tips on, you know, whether they can like cook or bake with them. Do you have any other additional yeah, kind of like tips of how to incorporate adaptogens into your life. And also just maybe like how to stick to like some sort of like, you know, wellness routine or, you know, sticking to like a routine that does incorporate adaptogens. Yeah. Um, this is going to sound like a plug, but it's not intended to be, but it's, it's about actually consuming them daily because they're meant to be consumed on a consistent basis when you're using what I would call tonic doses. So if you're doing something that's more of an acute dose, like you know, you're really trying to work on your mood. And so you're high dosing rhodiola or something like that. You'll want to do that for a discrete amount of time, um, like a couple of weeks, and you'll want to cycle that. But beyond that, adaptogens have a cumulative effect on the body. So literally the more you take them, the more you feel them. And there are some herbalists that say, like, for example, Eleuthero, which is an adaptogen that's in most of the Rasa products, that you don't really get to know what it's doing in your system until you've been taking it every day for six months. <clears throat> now, nobody wants to hear that in our culture, but like right. that's the actual fact, which is one of the reasons why we're like, oh, put it in a coffee alternative. And then it gets into this daily ritual that people are already doing. And so then there's a chance that they're actually going to drink it every day and be able to have the, the real benefits. Um, and I can say from my own experience, after drinking Rasa daily for nine months, it was like, I didn't, I don't have an afternoon crash anymore. Like if I do, I know something's wrong. I know like, okay, right. I'm sick or, you know, that becomes a nice diagnostic tool for me, but I'm pretty even keel, like tons of energy basically until I go to sleep. Um, <clears throat> unless it's like super stressful, you know, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so first and foremost, 
try and get them in every day. And in the wellness world, there's a bit of a like, oh, I had a little bit of ashwagandha the other day. And then today I'm going to add reishi because I'm feeling like it. And, and that's not going to get you the real effect. Like see it mm-hmm. as you're building a relationship with these plants. So if you're like, okay, I want to, first you want to look at like, what is the result that you want? Um, so I, you know, maybe you want to chill out. So I, you know, I would go for ashwagandha or reishi for that. Um, both of which are in high dose in our calm blend. Um, but it's you're like, so maybe you're like, I'm going to do ashwagandha and reishi. Let's just say like pick those and then get to know those plants, like have them every day, have, you know, take them in different formats, do the thing where you cook it traditionally in the Ayurvedic way and some milk with some ghee, um, you can use plant milk, of course, um, <clears throat> you know, for the ashwagandha or, and like take a reishi tincture, like just try it in different ways and just sort of have this sense of like, you're meeting a, another entity and what is its effect on your system? And then try not having it and seeing how it affects you take a little bit of notes. Like you can actually build a real relationship with it and see, and really like experiment in the laboratory of your own existence of your own body. Yeah. Um, and that is going to give you so much more than anything else. You know, like you, you become more of the arbiter of your own destiny with your health when you engage in that way. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Like letting the products kind of like you are ruling the products. They're not like ruling your life is awesome to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think like, it gets very chaotic and confusing of like, oh my God, I need all these things and I'm going to take all of them and don't know which one's working. So love that approach to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I'll say too, just as a caveat, like no product is going to, um, fix or change a lifestyle that is not sustainable for you. So you, know, you have to look at, there's this study that has been, um, that was done with adaptogens and I don't remember which adaptogen specifically, it might've been ashwagandha, um, <clears throat> but where they gave mice adaptogens and then put them into a bucket of water and then would see if they either use the ladder to get out or if they just swam longer because now the adaptogens allowed them to swim longer. Mm. Don't, don't be the mouse that swims longer guys. That's interesting. Yeah. Use the ladder. When you have the, the adaptogens, the goal of the adaptogens, they give you a little bit of a buffer in response to stress. So you're not kind of as triggered as much by all the stress that is going on in our lives constantly. And you have just that little bit more spaciousness so that you have a little bit more cognitive capacity, con- consciousness to apply to you know, what, what do I really want in this life? And how do I, you know, how do I express my highest self? Um, so use that little bit of buffer to use the ladder and not just to swim longer. <clears throat> Love that. Um, so to round it out before we run out of time here, um, this was an awesome combo and we're like, so happy we got to connect and we just want to, you know, ask if there's any exciting news in this upcoming year, it could be personal business for Rasa, for you, or just like anything you're looking forward to. Oh gosh, so much right now. Um, I mean, going a little retro, but we just closed a $4.2 million community funding round. So wow. um, for uh, us, we're, we're trying, thank you very much. Um, so we're, and we're, we, that made us the number one community funded food brand um, and the number two uh, woman founded brand. So wow. yeah, a huge, huge round for us, really big. And we have 3000 investors who are, you know, our customers and, you know, super big advocates, which is amazing. 
Um, so that capital gives us a lot to to work with. And, and I really just love the community funding, crowdfunding, equity crowdfunding model, because like we're, we're striving to be a regenerative business. Our goal is to give people regenerative energy, not just energy for today, but also energy for the long haul, because we're replenishing you with the herbs. Um, but then crowdfunding is regenerative capital because you're uplifting the whole ecosystem that makes your business possible. Um, like we have suppliers who are invested in us and, um, you know, 90% are our customers and our manufacturers invested, you know, it's just like it uplifts the whole, the whole ecosystem and then regenerative in our supply chain as much as possible as well. Um, and then that's giving us a lot of opportunity to, uh, I think the most exciting things we have a new launch coming January 1st, which, or sorry, January, wow, brain, um, June 1st, um, which I think you guys got a taste of. And yes, it's incredible, delicious. Yes, our golden chai, um, which was our number one requested product. And then we wow. sold out. And the joke at Rasa has been like, anytime we put out anything, whether it's a social post, an email, any someone is like, when is golden chai coming back? Um, because like, people just love it so much. Yeah. So very excited about that. And then we are also working on new and faster fats for brewing Rasa as well. So you can take it on the go, traveling, all that good stuff. Oh. And then we're also working on major retail expansion. So, so many good things coming up. Very exciting. All of it. Yay. Um, oh my gosh. That's awesome. Our girlies would be so excited to, you know, go through all this. I think the adaptogen book, everyone's going to be super hype about. I think trying the products people will be very excited about. So we'll have all that linked in the description if you are listening now. Um, but thank you, Lopa. This was an awesome convo. And um, I don't want to forget to say, because sometimes I do, um, we have a discount code. If you're listening, um, girlies15 will get you 15% off. Um, and that also can be combined with the subscription discount, which is 20%. So that's like a nice fat discount. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's good to know. I'll put that in the description too. Um, thank you, girlies. We will, you know, we will stay in touch and we'll see you on the meme page, but thanks for listening. Bye guys. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready hour foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.